Listen, we, we are sour grapes from here to eternity. Kirby Smart is the best coach in college football. He got that tent came down and no player went in, but Kirby just went in and got some nose candy or something. That's that's my question to you. Why are we still here? Nether regions of the cosmos in which you just kind of throw something out there and be like, well, it's your fault. You. Welcome to Talking Dogs. I'm Clint. And I'm Daniel. And we're two guys who love UGA sports. One of us is from the South. And one of us is from the West Coast. One of us is a lifelong Georgia fan. One is a more recent convert. But we both share a borderline obsessive, often ridiculous desire to see UGA succeed just like you do. This podcast is a place to talk about the dogs the way you would at a tailgate, in your backyard, or over a drink with your friends. Are we insiders? Nah. Do we have lofty recruiting connections? Nope. We are just two guys who love talking about the dogs. So let's talk. Hello and welcome to episode 43 of the Talking Dogs podcast. I am Daniel. I'm Clint. I don't want to be here, Clint. I don't want to either. We're doing this for you, people. We are... Look, when we say we're men of our word, we're going to follow through with it no matter what. No matter the pain, no matter the the vomit, no matter how many Rolades or Tums we have to take or shots, how many fingers... You know, of a of a glass. How, how many horse trank? How many horse tranquilizers we have to inject ourselves with before? Because before because we, we know that they were recording. not used on any Georgia player. Um, no pain meds used there. <clears throat> some people we've said this before on the podcast. Some people are verbal processors. Sure, they like to experience great pain, mm-hmm. and it makes them feel good to talk about it. To get it out there, you say you Clint say not, those people, Daniel. You Clint and I are Clint and I are not those people. No, because that is okay. classifying some other person besides me when we say those people. And look, we get it. We're doing this for you. We um, we're 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 gonna ride with the dogs. Yep. Highs and lows, good times and bad, and we're gonna be here <clears throat> to talk about it. Uh, we are going to talk uh, about what we're going to talk about. We're not totally quite sure yet because intern executive producer Michael stood up and walked out of our pre-production meeting. It got so bad for him. I'm uh, not even sure. I haven't heard from Michael since yeah. the since the incident. Yeah, is what I'm calling it now. You should call um, it that. It was ugly, people. Since since the incident, I've not heard from Michael. I hope he's okay, Michael. If you're out there, reach out, reach out to us. Do you- Just let us know you're okay. <laughs> We don't want to talk about the game, but no. let us know you're okay. I Just... care about you, brother. <clears throat> Listen, yeah, we don't have any idea what this episode is going to be. Uh, I know how I feel. Clint knows how he feels. We've not talked about it. Nope, because not that's what that's not what we do. We don't we don't talk about it. Okay. Um, the last text between us in mm-hmm. the game, mm. we were still up by seven. And at that point, like you said something, we started to see it go downhill. I uh-huh. never replied, and we just we never spoke again <laughs> about the game. That was not. I think I went for a walk, and, yet, and, and yet I wasn't are, seen so I... for a while. Just a walkabout. That's what I they call that. Just did a walkabout. Walkabout just around Portland. Yep. Yep. See if you could find a really tall bridge. Just. So- we just, got those. Just, yeah, there's plenty of options. Yep. Uh, all right, Clint. Well, well, kick us off. What? Let's talk about. Let's talk about that. That thing, that happened. Where do you want to start? Here's where I want to start. Uh, I want to start in the unpopular camp. Oh, fantastic! Just get for the seven the seven listeners that are tuning in right, right now. Right. You're gonna try to run them all off. Try to run them all first off. with the first look. Look first swing of the bat. Uh, here's what I want to say. Uh, Alabama, well done, guys. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take the negative uh, storyline, the negative narrative. Uh, look, Jalen Hurts came out, played one heck of a drive, two heck of a drives. Uh, I got to start by saying this, because if I don't, 
Everything else we're going, going to say means nothing. So if I don't start first with saying, Alabama, hey, I, I shake your hand. I hate you, and I want you to roll over into somebody else's grave, and then I want to throw compost on top of you, followed by horse manure, and then more compost. But I must start, because everything else I'm going to say of Georgia and of this game necessitates me saying... Bama go win, go win another national championship uh, because the two best teams in the country have already played each other, and after this, uh, they're playing they're playing third fiddle. Uh, I agree with exactly one thing that you just said, just and it was the very last thing that you said. Right. <laughs> the, um. But then, if you don't start, if you do not say, okay, I understand not wanting to give credit to Alabama. I get that. Listen, I don't care. I don't even care about giving credit to Alabama. Jalen Hurts. We didn't have a game plan for Jalen Hurts. We, we did were not. a little lost when Jalen Hurts came in the little, game. Little. Um. There was offensive holding on every play. Every Jalen Hurts single was in the game. play. We're not into the refs yet, though. No. Uh, we have no. to start with. Uh. I hope Alabama loses to Oklahoma by 50 touchdowns. I hope so as well. And I hope every player on Alabama's team sustains an injury that lasts exactly 12 hours in the yeah. first quarter of the game. Yeah, sure. I hope they're playing exclusive walk-ons, and I hope the entire team is in wheelchairs on the sideline watching them lose by 50 touchdowns to Oklahoma. And I hope that the bus gets into a minor fender bender, not so much that anyone gets hurt, but so that they're stranded on the side of the road on the way to the airport, and maybe they have to walk seven or eight miles in the rain to the airport to fly home after losing by 50 touchdowns to Oklahoma. That's what I hope happens to Alabama. So, you say go win another national championship. No, no. I, I say... Hold on, hold on. I say... I say go enjoy I hope, I hope your trainer gets yeah. mono... And I hope it only escalates from there. Yeah, no. I do not hope they go do so. I am saying to them, and I'm not going to enjoy them going to do so. I am just saying uh, it, there's there's nobody else that can stack anything close to what we just did against Alabama this year. Oh, and, of course not. Of course not. And if I was to say... And it say, means absolutely nothing. I, I get it that. It means absolutely nothing. I, it means, yeah. So don't take that to mean... Don't don't hear me say that and hear that as a proud moment. That's not a proud moment for me. I'm not saying... I'm not beating my chest as I say that. I'm saying just stoic, cold, hard facts. That's what happened. Um, and Notre Dame, no, Oklahoma, and Clemson, you guys have good strengths, but you are nowhere near the class that we are in. Uh, and it's just, it, it goes to show this whole cluster that is the college football ranking system. It's a cluster because you can't tell me one through six means a dang bit of difference, which I'm fine with. No. Like if you just came out and said that to me, I'm fine with it. All I'm saying is it, it is, it is stupid to say, Oh, look how close we took it. It doesn't mean anything. We, we lost. We're out of the college football playoff. And, that's right. and that's all that that's. Those are them the facts, people. That's reality. This is what this is what I thought you were going to say when you started down Johnny Unpopular train. Because let me get on my... I wasn't even going to talk about this today because I'm so... I'm still fixated on the game, but let me get on my Unpopular soapbox for one half of a second. Georgia didn't deserve to make the college football playoff. Because you, no, know, you know why, No Daniel? way. Because no, we lost. That's why. The game. That's why. Because we lost. We deserve we to played be a the game. fifth seed. That's it. We had a chance to yep. win it, yep. and we lost it, and we don't deserve. I don't want your leftover table scrap Alabama consolation prize ticket to the college football playoff. Nope. I don't want to be that. I don't nope. want to be Alabama. I don't want to be that garbage, get everything handed to you on a silver platter, get every call, get every break, yep. get every yep. lucky bounce in the yep. history of football. I don't want it. I want to win the freaking game one yep. time. I want to win the game. I don't want to go to the college football playoff as a two-loss non-champion. That's what Georgia is. They're a two-loss non-champion. Are they the second-best team in all of college football right now? Probably so. Does that mean they should be in the college football playoff? Nope. No. It doesn't. 
It just doesn't, Georgia fans, and I get that you feel that way because it's your team, and I would have loved to have seen the committee do something stupid and put us in as well, and it would have cheered my heart out, and I would have loved, the, I would have celebrated the national championship. It's not like I would have been mad about it. But we don't deserve to be in there. Nope. If, the, if the system gets expanded and, and there's a path for a team like Georgia to get into an eight-team playoff, but then do, I'll, I'll be fine with that. No, see, don't expand it. Don't expand it. Keep it four. I don't want to go to eight because you know who's in, Daniel, with eight? Let them, but we're in. This, but, that's the thing is if you say that, like you let them. You, you, you you, UCF, Michigan. Let them in. Who, who cares? Are you scared of them? I'm not, so no, let I'm not scared let of them. them. Let them make the playoff and hang a banner that says we made the playoff while we're hanging a banner that says we won the national championship. Because it's an 18 playoff, Clint. Listen to me. We're winning the national championship. Not even Period. I, I get that. Period. I understand that. And I've been... So... <clears throat> but we didn't deserve to make this playoff. No. Okay? Because I, we should we have didn't. won this game and we did not. To win we, this game would have put us in. We if lost. We didn't, if we had an undefeated regular season and we lost that game in that way, maybe you could talk to me. Sure. If we had the same record as Oklahoma. Sure. But we had an extra loss on the card. You can't compare strength of schedules or quality wins of teams before you compare their actual record. Correct. And we had two losses and they had one. Anyway, I don't want to talk about that anymore. It doesn't matter. We didn't make it. We didn't win the game. Let's talk about the game. Uh, Clint, we have to start. Uh, we have to start with the MVP of the game, don't we? The MVP, co-MVPs of the game. I'm going to give it uh, thank to, you. I believe there's about four or five of them. Thank you. But there's there's, at there's, least... two, there's two that are just inches above the other two or three behind them, and there are two of them, one on offense, one on defense. Daniel? Uh, I'm giving the MVPs of this game to the officials. Uh, that's, that's who Hands my down. MVPs are. I'm giving, uh, and I'm giving it to the, I'm giving it to the pass interference. I'm giving it to uh, the not pass interference. Oh, jeez. That was pass interference, and I'm giving co MVP to the to the pass interference that was not pass interference in this game. Uh, listen, when Eric Stokes is running next to someone and does not lay a finger on them, literally. Not a damn digit nope. was laid on that man. Uh, and the ball flew 90 yards over his head. Correct. Because Tua Tagovailoa. Not a good QB. Is he any good, Clint? No. Nope. Is he any good? Hey, remember that time where I said he's going to be exposed because he was exposed against inferior opponents? I, don't tell me he was hurt. Bull. Whatever. I don't no, care. Paul, uh, all, right, all right, Paul Feinbaum. Yeah, he, Let, no. Let's talk about that. Shut your mouth. He is not. Okay? I saw he him. He ain't no good before he got hurt, after yes. he got hurt, while he was hurt. Uh, yeah. When that, when his little, when his little candy behind would try, would limp over to the sideline and then come sprinting out onto the field. Come on, guys. Uh, I mean... Richard LeCount made him look a fool uh-huh. twice in this game. Twice. And one of the times, he baited him into that throw, Ooh. and then he moved over there, and he picked that ball off on the goal line to start the game. And you kind of you kind of knew, oh, well, that was a really bad throw. Yeah. That was a really bad decision. And then he made another one, and then he made another one, and then he made another one. Uh there was a segment before the game on College Game Day about uh, Tua's family and how, yeah. I guess we're celebrating this now. I don't know what we're doing. I thought, I thought the culture that we were in, we're moving away from this, it turns out we're not. We're, ce- we're celebrating the fact that apparently his dad, his dad used, to, used to beat his ass with a belt every time he threw an interception. Uh, Which on I don't, on like, national TV, his dad confessed to such a thing, Daniel. It wasn't a joke, I guys. Listen, I'm not listen. You, you, we're not. I'm not saying there's not. I'm not trying to make a stand on whether or not a, a belt should be used. That's not what we're talking about. You here. know, in, in a disciplinary fashion, I'm talking about in a sporting event 
when your son throws an interception in peewee football and you said you came home and took to the belt. Yeah. And you said it was the Bible and it was the belt in our house. And when you threw an interception, you didn't get the Bible. No, no comforting there. We ain't, we ain't going to no psalm. We're not going to the Gospels. No, 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 no. I just want to know, was it was it on the way to the bus that Tua's dad pulled him aside and just and beat, beat his ass? Yeah. And just, because he's a grown man now, so surely he uses like a baseball bat now yeah. to like, the belt's not going to do nothing. No. Surely, I mean, after that performance, he just pulled him to the side and just kicked his teeth uh, for about an hour. Anyway. Two is not any good at football, but I digress. Let's get back to the MVPs of the game. Uh, also, when you're trying to go up and catch a football, Clint, mm-hmm. let's say you're, I don't know, in the end zone and wearing a red jersey that has the number eight on it, mm. and you're trying to catch a football, uh, is it helpful? And I'm asking this as a person without much football experience. You played college football. Uh, I want to... I want to get a perspective. I don't think you were running out for too many passes, were you? When you in your days of college they, school, was that? Uh, we tried that. We you tried run that any one, trick plays? You have a trick play? We tried that one time, uh, and we didn't try it ever again, Daniel. They said, "Thanks, old. Thanks, big old four zero. You can you can find your way right over there, man. Don't throw it to Shamblin again. That's not that get, ain't it ain't going down like that. Uh, get on the other side of the ball, son. You you're not offense. You ain't it. Uh. Listen, when you're trying to go up and catch a pass, is it helpful or not helpful to be able to raise your arms above your chest? Oh, yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah, no. Uh, jump ball in the end zone, it really helps when another man is not not hula-hooping you around the yeah, waist. No, literally, he had his arms connected Correct. He was around you as if he was doing a magic trick and trying to prove that there were no wires yes. attached to you. Yes. That that's was what, essentially what he was that's doing. That's what he was doing. Yep. 100%. But that's not pass interference. No, just so we're clear. Clearly not. How how could you ever say such a thing, Daniel? No, what Stokes did was murder a man on the sidelines over there running yeah. for the ball. He murdered him. What no. Alabama I did? That's just him. That's just hand fighting, Daniel. That's just hand fighting. I watched him take a deep breath, and I'm pretty sure Eric Stokes blew as hard as he could. Correct. And that and that wind of breath assaulted whoever that guy was from yeah. behind and didn't allow him to catch the ball that I'm pretty sure landed in the third row. It did. Of the stance. Yeah. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> so that's the MVP of the game. Well, I mean those 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 were the MVPs of the game. 100%. I feel like. And I'm not and I'm not listen, I'm not here to say did we lose this game because of the refs, Clint? No, we did not. Sadly, we didn't. We didn't lose last year's game because of the refs. And we didn't lose this year's game because of the refs. Were there terrible calls by the officials in both those games? 100%. Yes, there was. Does Alabama get every one of those damn calls, Clint? Yes, they do. Gosh. I'm just so sick of it. Like, I don't get how, as an Alabama fan, you can you can honestly watch it anymore. Like, how can you honestly watch it? If you... If you know an Alabama fan, just do me a favor and just ask them. How? How can you sit there and watch it and even be amused or happy? You can't be, Daniel. Knowing that you're just being given the game. Everything. Everything. Ugh. I wish an Alabama fan would get on Twitter and start pointing out the egregious calls that also win in our favor. You know oh, what I'm saying? When, please do. when someone starts do. bickering like this, and that's what we're doing, Georgia fans, we get it. Listen, we we are sour grapes from here to eternity. Did we okay? ever, did Look, we ever we, say we weren't though, Daniel? We didn't ever claim to be not that. No. Okay. We're we are we are just bitter and moaning and groaning. Mm-hmm. But when someone starts moaning and groaning like this, do you know what the easiest way to, to shut them up is? Hmm. You you just have to prove them wrong. Correct. You just have to indicate that the thing that they're saying is yes. not true. Has anyone seen anyone do that? Just reach out to me if you have. Has anyone seen any any video of a call that was blatant that went in Georgia's favor? Nope. Because if there was one, maybe I just in my blind fan goggles, maybe I just missed it. 
No, Daniel. Somebody please reach out to me on Twitter and let me know if there was a call that went that went egregiously in our favor in either game. I, in, look, any game. Was there a time when one of our guys fumbled the ball and it bounced right back into his chest 90 times in the game? Did that happen to us even once? No. In the end zone? That was... I can't. I just... I'm going to die. Look. Look. It's not just the refs. It's everything about this Alabama team. They get everything. Correct. They get everything. Correct. And just nothing infuriates me more. I can't. I can't. I'm just sick. Okay, well, I would say that felt good, but that would be a bold-faced lie that you would all see right through. So, didn't feel good, still doesn't feel good. What do you want to talk about next, Clint? Uh, I want to talk about... I'm going to talk about two things. All right. Before I get to a third, and and things will keep coming up. As it... I feel now confident after that first little jaunt and foray. I feel confident. I'm just... It can't get worse, you know. Like it's just we're in it, we're in it, we're here. Okay. We could go through. We could dissect every play of the game, and oh. it just I'm already. Let's not. I'm do already that. at at the baseline. You well, understand? I, I do. I think I do. Yeah. I'm no, I I got that now. So uh, we we have. Let's d- go. Okay. Well, let's go. Uh, <laughs> Daniel, what is your take? Because there are so many reactions to two phases of okay. Kirby Smart's decision making Mm -hmm. the two that are in highest concerning questionable georgia fans are are thinking what the hell is going on Mm -hmm. is how he finished the first half Mm -hmm. and fourth and 11 from the 49 now Kirby has already defended his position on fourth and eleven, mm-hmm. and and said he would he he feels fine he stands by it. Daniel, I want to ask you, what should I think of Kirby Smart today? Um, I'm not gonna uh, end of the first half. I don't. I don't see as I don't see as as big of a deal, uh, so I'm not gonna really talk about it because I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think, um, I don't think you heard that many people talking about it at halftime about how big of a deal it was. And so if they weren't talking about it at halftime, then it's not that big of a deal. You just trying you just going back now and trying to find things. So I'm not I'm not interested in that. Um. You remember how we talked about how Justin Fields can be good and Jake Fromm can be good? Two things can be true at the same time. You remember how I talked about that? I'm gonna I'm gonna carry on that principle. The principle that tacos and nachos can both be good. Two things can be true at the same time, Clint. Let me tell you two things that are true. Thing number one, there is no defense for fourth and eleven. There's none. There's none. Was there a guy open that Happy Feet McGee could have thrown the ball to? And I'm going to say it again. Uh, Johnny McHappy Feet showed up about three times in this game. Okay, Fourth and 11 wasn't the only time. But just jitterbug, don't know what to do with my life. This moment is too big for me. This is why I haven't been playing all season and the better quarterback has been playing all season. He showed up a few times in this game, and it's in no way uh, a slight to him. He, he, he's not our starting quarterback. It's just fact. Yeah, but but he got a little he got a little dancy mm-hmm. back there, and on fourth and eleven, he just lost his damn mind. And granted, he was put in a position that was unfathomable. Look, here's what happened. Uh, you know, you know that guy that keeps on begging Dad to like take the fishing pole. Or for dad to like, to like, I don't know, go out and shoot the shotgun at the skeet. And like, dad, come on, let me do it, let me do it. Yeah. And then you give it to him and he winds up putting himself on his own backside. 
because he can't yeah. do it. And Dad's like, "Well, you, you've been asking." That's what happened to Justin Field, people. He, yeah, so, that's what but, I'm doing. Listen, George, listen, Georgia fans. I'm not saying that that play is Justin Fields' fault. No, he had a guy open and he could have thrown the ball instead of trying to run up the middle against seven guys in to defen- require in, eleven in defensive yards. Defensive safety. Just, just so we all understand that. Not yeah. important formation. But, but. That's not that play is not his fault. No, the play is Kirby Smart's fault. You punt the ball there, and you pin him deep. Kamara had had successfully put a ball inside the ten once, and he had cl- he had almost done it two more times. Yeah. Uh, you pin him deep, and you make Jalen Hurts drive the length of the field. You hope that Mel Tucker has had time to draw up something against a against a guy like Jalen Hurts in the last two series. And you try to go out and stop them. You play for overtime there, okay? I understand that when Swift caught the pass and we made it all the way to midfield, Georgia fans were were thinking we were going to win the game. I mean, we were thinking we were going to, but you just you don't do that. You play for overtime. Yeah. There. It was a stupid play. It was a stupid idea. It was a stupid play call. It's indefensible. Okay. But two things can be true at the same time. Yep. Kirby Smart is the best coach in college football. Period. End of sentence. If you had to have one coach for one game in college football today, I'd take Kirby Smart over Nick Saban. Not for a career, because I understand Kirby's younger and whatever, blah, blah, blah. For a game. I'd take Kirby Smart over Nick Saban. Kirby Smart's the best coach in college football. Not not to mention what he does off the field for this team in terms of recruiting and putting a team on the field the likes of which the University of Georgia has never seen in their in the history of the program. Uh there's no I haven't seen a single Georgia fan that's that's gone as far, which I'm proud of you Georgia fans because this is what we do is say dumb stuff yeah i haven't seen a single georgia <laughs> fan that's gone as far as to say kirby smart smart should be fired or something dumb like that but but listen he had a bad he had a bad play call he made a bad call and it may have cost us a game it may have not cost us a game i don't know but but look he's still the best he's still the best He's the best we've ever had. And I tried to think about this. There are only, I think there are only two teams in college football today that wouldn't trade their coach for Kirby Smart right now. And it's because both those two fan bases are idiots. Uh, And it's Oklahoma and Clemson. I think are the only two fan bases that would say, no, we'll keep our guy. Instead of Kirby. Alabama would trade for Kirby Smart today. 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 Uh, I think Oklahoma's dumb enough that they think Lincoln Riley is something. Oh, don't think And I know Clemson fans are dumb enough that they think Dabo is better than Kirby. And so, but other, listen, you have a coach, Georgia fans, that every team in America lusts after. Yep. So just, you take the good with the bad. Yep. That's it. That's what it is. Uh, Daniel, I couldn't agree more. The handling of before halftime, don't stop. Just stop. Okay. Look, I I say I say dumb things when I get mad too. So that's that's it's it's, it's whatever. That's not that's not him, people. Okay. It's not how the, it's not how it no, played out. It's not how it played out. Okay. Secondly, fourth and eleven. I I don't know what Kirby was doing. Just. You mean like which drugs? Yeah, like on he was on, doing on what table he got that tent came down and no player went in, but Kirby yeah. just went in and got some nose candy mm-hmm. or something real quick. I, I don't know what happened to him. That was the most out of characteristic thing I ever have seen him do. Um, now, I I mean you can hypothesize that his defense was gassed, didn't have an answer for Jalen. His defense was gassed in a half. Yeah. 
There's no doubt about it. No doubt. Defense was not the same as last year's. We get that. The depth was not there. We get that. The youth showed up. I get that. Uh, They were gassed. He was a little afraid of that. He wanted to go for the win right there. I I get all of it. But, But to go 57 seconds, to go 40 yards, hopefully, is what they would have to do. If we don't do that, kick it. They have to go 40 yards. 57 seconds is what we had on the clock when we got the ball back. Um, I, I just, that was the stupidest decision I've ever seen him made. And everything you said, I completely agree. Give me him every day of the week, and I'm not looking back. I'm not questioning him. I'm saying, dumb move. He'll get better. He'll move on. We're fine with that. Uh, yep. This feels about the time that I should remind folks. I think I need to. Mm. Okay. And this is, this, look, I'm not being Silver Linings fan. It's not what I'm doing right here. I am, I am trying my best to showcase to you uh, how ridiculous it is what Kirby is doing right now. Okay. Mm -hmm. What Kirby is currently doing, going back to the pinnacle on the doorstep from national championship game to this game in the SEC championship uh, to even making the bowl against Texas that we have, and we'll get to that in a second. Everything he's done. I want to show you what many people, many stupid, dumb people, uh, have talked about Nick Saban being the best coach ever to walk the earth. Uh, First year he was at Alabama, Daniel. You know what his record was? Year one? No, like seven and five, I think. Seven and, a million times. Seven and six, right? Okay. He won the Independence Bowl. Okay. Mm-hmm. They finished the season unranked. Mm-hmm. Year two, 12 and two, lost in the Sugar Bowl. Okay. Yep. Year three, 14 and 0, won the championship. Finished number one overall. Okay. Now, that's eight losses, first two years, one year being outside of ranked, one year losing the Sugar Bowl. Okay. Kirby Smart, uh, year one lost five, year two lost two, being the national championship game, uh, winning a Rose Bowl, winning a Liberty Bowl in year one, and now going on to play Texas uh, in the Sugar Bowl. Uh, Guys, what he is doing is in line with what many people say is the greatest coach of the modern era and and doing it against him, against Saban, against LSU, against these SEC schools. He's not doing it at Tulane or Kent State or whatever other garbage. He's not doing it at Florida State or Clemson in the ACC, the, the garbage power conference next to the Pac-12. Golly. Uh Guys, I think what we need to do, this is the appropriate spot when we're questioning Kirby. Yes, it was a dumb move. Am I saying he's infallible? I am not. I am saying he's doing something that you are not used to. And don't look, Georgia fan, I know I'm new to the scene. I get it. I'm I'm guy in the back who's way down the list of tenure. But don't, don't tell me that you're used to this. You're not used to this. You're not used to going up against Alabama expecting to win. You go up against Alabama expecting to put on an okay show, all right? You're you're not used to this. This is a brand new territory, brand new field. Uh, get get off Kirby like this, people. He had a bad call. Yes, let it, let that be the end of it. Okay, he's our coach. We're gonna ride for the next ten years, fifteen years, and win lots of games in the meanwhile. Absolutely, absolutely. And I'm not. Um, I'm not. I'm never going to be accused of being silver linings guy. Like ever. Never. It, in any facet of any area of life. Like never. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, to your point, Kirby's doing things right now that, that are just that are not we're not used to 
No. You're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, in the history of the SEC Championship game, I'm just looking just to remind myself. We've been back-to-back years to the SEC Championship game. How many times? Uh, uh, we've been three times back-to-back years. And um, 2002, we won. 2003, we lost. 2011, we lost. 2012, we lost. 2017, we won. 2018, just now, we lost. Um, but, but each year after that, there was a, there's a, there's a fall off. Yeah. Just Georgia fan. Just ask yourself the question. Is the fall off coming? Oh, is, are we, oh, are you, we cruising? Do you mean, do you mean, we do we return, do we return six or seven rotational O linemen that we would trot out any day? Uh, so we're losing one. Uh, so we went through, I went through with my wife, she, cause she was asking about next year's team. Just trying to cheer me up. I think cause she's a godly woman. She's a, she's a very um, pleasant person. She is a, she is a wonderful person. Um, and a man, I'm just going through the guys that are leaving and listen, there's some names, Lamont, Ooh. uh, ba- Baker, Walker. Uh, there's some guys that we're losing that are, that are legitimate guys. But you would compare it to last year's team and what we lost off last year's team. Four linebackers. Mm. Two offensive linemen. Best wide receiver. Two running backs. But, I mean, just the, the, the attrition off last year's team compared to the attrition off this year's team. There's not going to be a drop-off, guys. No. All right? We're not... And listen, this doesn't... We're, we're here to stay. And we're going to talk more about this as we move through the offseason, I'm sure. We're going to look ahead to 2019 and all that all that fun stuff. This is not the time to talk about that. No. But we're here to stay. So you got to keep some perspective. You do. That being said, <laughs> I think I think we've been on the podcast long enough now that I just I need to make it known that Georgia fan, if you don't believe this, if you're trying to live in some reality where this is not true, or you're trying to live in some reality because some some media personality told you that this was how you were supposed to feel, like this was what you were supposed to do, like you were supposed to act a certain way, like you were supposed to puff out your chest and pretend that like that what was happening right in front of you wasn't actually happening right in front of you let me just be the one to set things straight for you uh georgia sports specifically the university of georgia football team is cursed and that's it that's the end of the story uh and we are cursed with the inability to win the big one everything that other fan base is saying about you georgia fan is true. Now, is it true that their team also sucks and lost a bunch of games and lost to Duke by two touchdowns or didn't make a bowl game or uh, is coached by Gus Malzahn? Yes, all of the things that you're firing back with are true. But let me also tell you what's true. What they're saying about your team is also true because Georgia fan... Look me in the eye. Your team can't win the big one. They can't. They won't. They just can't freaking do it. That's, that's, that's who we are, Clint. That's who we are. You, do you believe it yet, or do you need another year to let it sink in? Do you are you are you ready? Do are you, you ready to to go full Georgia fan, or are you gonna keep? Are you going to keep beating your chest and puffing out your chest and talking about how there was this and there was that and there was this, but next year, next year, but next year, but next year, because I'm, I'm, I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of, I'm tired of pretending that that's not, that that's not who we are. Because that's who we are right now. That's who we are. That's it. That's all I got. That's all. That's all. That's all I got. I got a. Uh, I got a five-year-old Daniel. 
and uh, yeah, and he can't understand why I make him put on a jacket in the morning when it's thirty two outside. Just doesn't understand mm-hmm. it. Thinks that I hate him for putting on the jacket. Uh, and what I've what I've grown accustomed to doing is just letting him kick and 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 hit on the floor and roll around for a while. Mm-hmm. And after a while, I, I pick him up and I kind of make a joke. And I, as I'm making the joke, I, I'm putting the jacket on him. I zip it up. And yeah, well, when you know he's in the car and we're going to school. Yeah. Uh, do I need to continue this this story any further, Daniel, to, to show a case? He sounds like, he sounds like my kind of guy, <laughs> yeah. to be honest with you. He sounds like my kind of guy. He does sound like your I kind like of guy. I like him a lot. Look, Daniel. Yeah. I mean, just I wish you would tell me I was wrong. Daniel, you're wrong. And, Daniel, you're wrong. Yeah, okay. All right. You're All wrong, right. Daniel. You can't. Okay, you're right. We did win the Rose Bowl. You're right. We did win the 2005 SEC Championship game. You're right. We have won the big one. Daniel. Yeah, sure. Daniel. Absolutely. You're right. Daniel. Daniel. What? Well, you're comparing apples and oranges here. This is this is ludicrous. I'm comparing games that games. No, you're not. No, you're comparing not. big games to games we won to games we lost. I guess no, you're not. No, you're those, not. So those are apples and no, oranges. You're, no, you're not. You're compar- what you're comparing. Here's what you're comparing. Okay. You're comparing. Uh, look, I know he was a fan favorite. Being objective about this, Mark Rick is not a good head football coach. He's Probably not. He's not a good football coach, people. He's a pleasant person, not a good head ball coach. Okay? Uh Georgia has the unfortunate timing. It's all about timing, right? Had the unfortunate timing of being around two garbage head coaches doing anything in their power to get anything they want uh, in Urban Meyer and Nick Saban. Uh, Urban's gone, hopefully to cardiac arrest. And Steve Spurrier before that, just just to be clear. Great, yes. Uh, Steve Spurrier before that. Hopefully Nick Saban, his his lifeless corpse, weakened at Bernie's, uh, is still over there kicking on the sideline. and assisting. That's what we're going for. Uh, That's what we're hoping for. So look, you're comparing apples and oranges because you're comparing teams that were not utilized correctly. You're comparing you're comparing a program that is not what this program is. I know about tradition. I, I get tradition, and I get between the hedges, and I get all that. I, I'm with, But... As somebody who has new eyes, four-year eyes on this team, this is a totally and completely different environment. But what have you been watching the last two years, Clint? Um, I've been. What have you been seeing? I have with been your new see- eyes. My new eyes have shown me an incredible amount of talent and incredible amount of coaching. And you're right. Two games. Two games, Daniel. Two games in which we have already discussed. We have already discussed that Nick Saban has paid off every single person that he knows to get where he's at. And that every this single... This is what I'm saying, though. But no, that's not I'm what you're saying. saying. You're like, that, but, all the factors against us... Then you could say, then you could I, say I Florida's cursed. Curse. You could say Florida's cursed then, Daniel. But you can't say that. You can't say Florida's cursed. You cannot say Georgia is cursed. What you can say is Georgia has not, as of yet gotten the monkey off their back of being in the SEC, of being this team, of always having the greatest of talent and underachieving. You're right on that. I'm not going to fight you. We need to get over that. My man, my man Colin, uh, long-time listener to the pod, uh, sent me the, the information. Do you, Are you aware that three of the top five least statistically probable losses in the history of NCAA football are all three of the top five belong to us. And you realize none of them are the 2012 SEC championship game, the 2017 national championship game, or the 2018 SEC championship game, the three games that hurt the most in the history of Georgia football. None of them are even that. It, these are just regular games Look, then, that are then Daniel, like here, look, the, here. among the least like like there's there's just a there's a recurring theme, Clint. And okay. when I see a theme, okay. I'm just gonna I'm yeah. just gonna make mention of yeah. it. And the theme is that it just doesn't ever 
That's fine. It just doesn't ever go. Daniel, that's, that's fine. That's fine. Then yeah, it. It's then fine. what you it should do? Then what you should do? Mm-hmm. Logic, emotion, everything should be pointing to one outcome and one conclusion. If if you believe this, <laughs> right? Quit. Quit watching football. Correct. Okay. Well, I don't think it's not on the table. It's, <laughs> there's. It's all options are currently being considered. Okay. <laughs> I'm carefully weighing the pros and cons of everything. If you lived in a in a uh, house that you genuinely thought a wicked nun from from 200 300 years ago lived in and you legitimately believe that you would not sleep another night in the home. You you would leave the home. Daniel. I would. So why am I still here? That's what, Georgia fans. That's my question. That's what to I'm you. asking. I'm why asking. are we still here? What are we doing? Because Georgia fans, listen, you you can weigh in on Twitter whose side of this debate you, that you're on. But I know that there are those of you out there that are on my that that are on my side of this. That believe, and my question to you is, why are we still here? Yeah. Like we know that we're cursed, I, and I know Daniel, the answer know. to the question: Why we're we still here? Because as much as I believe that we are cursed, um, here's what I also believe. I and I had to, I had to do two things this this game. Uh, many of you. Uh, are familiar with my son Asher? It's been made made a few appearances on the podcast. Uh, he's a big Georgia football fan. Uh, this was another brutal game to watch with with little Asher because uh, I had to today uh, Saturday was the day that I had to explain two things to Asher. The first one is he looked at me with with genuine confusion on his face and said, "Dad, why does it seem like all of the Flags are going against us in this game. And he, was, he wasn't he was mad. He was just, honest to God, confused why all of the calls were going against us. I had to explain to him that when you play Alabama, you have to beat Alabama and you have to beat the refs. Correct. And then after the game, he said, he looked at me and he said, Dad, are we ever going to win one of those games? And, I mean, what are you going to say? Well, like, what are you supposed to say? And so, and so I, I told him what I genuinely believe. I said, honestly, in, in your dad's lifetime, we've never won one of those games. I was born in 1982, and we're 0 for a million since 1982 in those games. Uh, I said, but one day... We're going to win one. And when we win one, it's going to feel so much better than any feeling from a fan base that has been cheering for a team that wins one every other year or every third year. It's going to feel so much better when we do. And so you just got to believe this is why we keep watching football. Even though you're, This is why we keep sleeping in a house even though... There is the ghost of a nun from 200 years ago here because when we finally rid this house of that nun, what a house it's going to be, man. I mean, what a house it's going to be. Daniel. Okay. I, I hear a I hear a tinge of optimism there. I'll take it. Listen, that's the only I'll the tinge of optimism is all you can have. No, it's, unless you're going to not, point to me no, to it is, unless you're going to point Dan, me to a game we've won. Daniel, 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 we okay, Daniel, I'm going to I'm going to take you back to the pod last week. Mm-hmm. The Sugar Bowl versus Hawaii, is that we're going to take you back to is the big game that we won one time. Come on now. <laughs> Let's just I'm just saying, I'm not saying George is not you know, George is not destined for greatness. I'm not saying that we don't have a great team and roster coming back. I'm not saying that we're not going to eclipse Alabama in terms of talent very soon. You are saying voodoo but, is an actual thing. I'm just saying to this point, there's no arguing. Georgia cannot get over the hump. And I know that because I'm standing here staring directly at the hump. And it's still right in front of us. One day we will. One day we will. I believe that, and I believe Kirby's well, the man we're, then to we're not, do it. Then we're not cursed. If you believe one day and we I will, believe, and we will win the big, mm. the, win the big one. If we, if you're cursed, if you are cursed, and you cannot win the big one, how do you ever win the big one? 
that's a great question. I'll believe it when I see it. Okay. That, I guess that's my mentality. I'm, a, I'm in a believe it when I see it mentality right now. If you are, I mean, if you are two days after, it's Monday right now. If you are two days after that, yeah, that incident. If you were trying to make me optimistic I'm not, and get my hopes up for next year, no, I'm not. Or that's the year not, after that's that, that's not my goal. We still got a game to play this year. Okay. I, my goal is not to get you excited. My goal right here is to appropriate your anger and frustration, not to to pl- where certainly not at the ambiguous to, nether regions of the cosmos in which you just kind of throw something out there and be like, "Well, it's your fault, you." You you crappy well, thing you what what are you doing? Yeah, when you say a team is cursed, what you're really doing is collectively blaming every individual team of the recent era. So I'm not really blaming the cosmos. I'm okay. blaming every Georgia team that can't win the big one. That's who I'm blaming, and I'm blaming me for caring. That's who I'm blaming. Daniel, what it sounds like, here's what it sounds like to me. It sounds like you you believe that life is full of successes. And and you just haven't stumbled across one yet. Just, life is just pain, you know? Just get used to it, man. Just, <laughs> just buckle up and uh, and ride it out, man. See, now you're talking like a Georgia fan. <laughs> This is all. Well, I, this is all I needed. That's what I mean. That's all I needed to hear. Well, I'm not. I'm, that just this is this is life. This is what we life. just watched yes. on Saturday. This is life. That's all there is for us. That's that's, that's, all, that's all I'm saying. Well, that's all the, there that's is life. in everything, unless you compromise everything you're about and sell your soul to whatever you have to. Urban Meyer, Nick Saban, and and you get handed things. But who? Again, to your point, what? Who wants that? Who wants that life where you're handed billions of dollars and are touted as a as a billionaire in life and you are just nobody nobody wants to be around you. Like literally everybody hates your guts and is just around you because you money falls off of you, but you're going to die alone, a petty little man. Uh I want that sometimes, but yeah. but your point's well taken. Uh, well, listen, Clint. One day we're one day we're gonna win it. We're gonna win it, guys. One day we are. Calm and down. And it's gonna feel so damn good when we do all of these demons that we have been, just been stockpiling, Georgia fans, for twenty, Daniel. thirty years. However long you've been on the bus, Daniel. One day. One, one day. day. One day, and when that day comes, Daniel, do you, who do you hate? Who do you hate? Baseball terms. Tell me teams you hate in baseball terms today. What? Are, what? Are, who are they? The Yankees and the Red Sox. There you go. Yankees and the Red Sox. You hate them. What? Did, uh-huh. did you hate the Red Sox until? No, loved them. You loved, loved the them. Red 2004. Sox. 2004. Loved them. In 2004, the Red Sox were my second favorite team. There Braves, and then God, everybody loves the Red Sox. Who loves the Red Sox? Why do you that hate team? Right, everybody. I hate I hate the Red Sox because they became the Yankees. There you go. Yeah. No, absolutely. We'll get there. You're guys. absolutely right. We'll get there. So you're saying one day we'll be the Red Sox well, of today yeah. and not the Red Sox of 2003? Correct. That's what I'm saying. Gosh, I hope it. I hope in this analogy, it's 2003 this year. I it has to be because that means next year we. It has to be. You say it has to be. <sighs> whole off season a whole fall a whole year next year of game after game after game of trying to win the east of trying to of trying to not have a slip up against some random team make it back to Atlanta Alabama again they're going to make the playoff regardless of whether they win or lose because they're going to be undefeated. Of course. And we get to do it all over again. Sounds like a joy. Can't wait. Can't wait, guys. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I hate everything. I hate everything. All right, guys. That's it. That's that's all I got. So, You got anything else, Clint? 
You wanted a podcast. This is what you get. Yeah. Yeah. Is, you know what? This is what you get the few days after that that incident. Download us our download us one time. Shame on us. <laughs> download it a second time. Well, you know what you're getting. Well, this yeah, that's not that's not on us anymore. I mean, we ain't changed. Nope. Since the, we ain't changed since day one. Turns out we will never be accused of trying to cater to you. We are just out here. We are doing all that we can do. It's the only thing we know to be. Okay. Expect a lot more of Daniel Downer this offseason and Clint trying to talk me off a damn ledge. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Welcome. By the way, welcome to Daniel and I's friendship. This this is most of our conversations about. This is basically, yeah. This is what Daniel About sports. I, uh, yeah. This is all we do. This is it. Let me say this, Clint. I think that my number one takeaway is that we just we I hate being a Georgia fan because we just consistently disappoint. Consistently let me down in the big moment. But my number two takeaway about this team specifically is this team's a hell of a lot better than you and I thought they were. Aren't they? Is that true is that true? They are they are head and shoulders better than we thought they were, Daniel. Can we have the last formal apology of 2018 of the 2018 season B to the entire the entire University of Georgia football team? Cue up the music. Okay, music need... music up. Guys, Georgia, we're sorry. Listen, we we didn't know if you could stop the run. Mm. We didn't know if you could run the ball. Mm. We didn't know if you could pass protect. Mm. We didn't know if you could score. We didn't know if you could impose your will on somebody. We didn't know if the linebackers had what it took. We didn't know if Richard LeCount had a pulse. We didn't know if, if we had a second corner on this team. We didn't know if we had a wide receiver that wanted the ball. We underestimated this Georgia football team. Didn't we? This year. This team is better. This is the second best team in the country. It is, hands down. Clint. And it means nothing. Nope. And there's no trophies for that, and nope. I wouldn't want it even if there was. But but that's who this team is. And this team should not have been the second best team in the country. That's not this what we team thought going achieved. into this. We thought we were this going team overachieved. to stumble our way to the SEC championship, and that's not what wound up happening. This team overachieved, and we're sorry. We are. We'll never. We won't take you lightly next year. No. We'll try to appreciate you for who you are. No. Oh, also, last form of apology. This is on behalf of all of you listeners who still, right now, right now, you still no, are. There's not. You, there's not one. No, there, there's not one, Clint. There can't be. There can't be one still. There can't be. There can't be. Did you see? There can't be. To the to the guy who's still banging the drum that Justin Fields is a better quarterback than Jake Fromm, I formally request you reach out to us so that I, on behalf of everyone else, may disinvite you from ever cheering for our team again. Justin Fields, hell of a player, and is going to be a great quarterback. When he, two years from now, when he's a great quarterback, but he is not currently the best quarterback on this team. Jake Fromm, uh, Jake Fromm is a stud. We'll talk about 2019 as we move forward, but but we got a great quarterback for 2019, and I couldn't be more excited about him. Hands down, absolutely. Uh, don't don't try to do anything else, people. Uh, now, with that being said, we're gonna be back. We may or may not talk Texas. Uh, it turns out we wanted Urban Meyer, and we wanted to get him into retirement, which he's still contemplating. It turns out we get his little step-cousin, uh, Tom Herman, uh, and we get to pound his ass into the ground, which I couldn't be more excited for. You horrible, horrible human being. We get to pummel into the ground. Uh, so we'll talk about that when we come back, but don't expect much more cheeriness. Uh, we might talk Georgia basketball. 
which we'll get a little more cheery about, hopefully. Uh, and we might sprinkle in some uh, Braves baseball news because, hey, oh, that's happening. Because <laughs> uh, we need something to smile about. Uh, but that's all we got, people. So enjoy the week. We'll be back. We'll talk to you guys later. <laughs>